Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Continental O-E-T-S. You can find weird things in your car, not just petrified French fries or melted crayons. Live snakes. Weird, bizarre trinkets. Stuff that makes you wonder, what the hell are folks thinking when they're driving? Anyway, you can also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching a new aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Fanatically engineered for a perfect fit. Form and function for over 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and in Canada. Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. Thoughts on uh, Kevin Hart yeah, and, and that uh, CUDA. Um, and I guess... In a world, not that I like government regulation on anything, but should you be able to go, I'm going to shoehorn this demon or Hellcat engine into this 70 Barracuda, yeah, and then I'll just give you a lap belt, the bench seat or something, like no cage. You know what I mean? Like, are, should you? The owners opt out of cage. That's the problem. Is you know Goldberg has his cars built. They're adding 900 horsepower to his to his modern day car with airbags, and he's like, put a cage in it. It's got a thousand horsepower. Yeah. So that's the Jew, not the wrestler talking. <laughs> so what I'm saying, you know, kind of what I'm saying, if I'm building the car for Kevin Hart, I'm going. Look, uh, I'm putting a cage. It'll be a nice cage. You won't even notice it. Mm-hmm. It's going to tack on seventy five hundred bucks to the price of the car, but the car's three hundred fifty grand, yeah. And you're not going to notice that. And I'm just doing it, right? Like it's a fiduciary duty. Like I, I've talked to, I've talked to lawyers, I've talked to like architects or engineers or whatever, and I've had conversation where I went, "Hey man, just tell them blah blah blah." And this guy's gone. Like, hey man, I, I just can't do that. Yeah, you know, it's not. I can't say I'm. I'm a lawyer. I can't just say things. You know, I. I not like not even like fuck you or I'm going to get into trouble. Just kind of like I just don't do that. You know, you. Yeah. You can't say to Drew, hey, just give me a prescription or some whatever, whatever. He'll go like uh, you're my friend, but I can't do that. It's yeah. not. I can't. Say, yeah. It's part of my job. I'm just not allowed to do that. And I feel the same way about a car builder. Like I. F- I feel like if I'm going, I'm going to put 750 horsepower in your. 60s era car uh i'm gonna put a cage in it okay and that's a good thing to do but you know this is 
this is too much car for the particular driver. Now, which, yes. which brings up another question I want to ask you about. But there's a lot of too much car for the driver, whether it's the driver every day or the driver late at night at Mulholland. Like either way, you know, your skills change depending on your, your mood and road you're on. Uh, so maybe there's also a little bit of an education process to that, right? Of Well, that's the other <laughs> thing, too. I mean, they finish the car and they just throw the guy the keys and walk away, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, maybe on that MSD box we pop in the 3,000 RPM limiter chip just for a little while, <laughs> right? right? And then we up it to four or five until you, you, know, until you get the feel for this thing or, or something along the lines of that. And then here's, here's this... The question is, they say Kevin Hart wasn't driving. Somebody was driving. He was in the passenger seat. There was a a, a woman in the back. She's okay. Uh, They crashed. They were somehow pinned, uh, either Kevin and the driver, or at least one of them were pinned, and they had to get the jaws of life and cut the roof off. Was the car rolled it went over it went through like a white fence on right. the hall and it went down a hill and I don't know if it had rolled but it didn't look like it rolled but it looked like they're pinned. It's tough to tell cuz they cut the roof off. I now, know Mulholland Maxipada really well. Like I I'm curious where they went off and a lot of guys used to go off on Mulholland and they used to do yeah. a lot of races on Mulholland and that's everyone in my high school not me I didn't own a vehicle of course but the other guys would go up there on Friday nights yeah. and build and race. And you know what the weapon of choice was? Ooh, on motorcycles? No, in, <laughs> in, in automob- uh, the automobile no. world. The guys who were building the killer Mulholland cars were driving 510s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? And it, it's, it's kind of like a Streets of Willow kind of car where it's a tighter turn and, and smaller car and not overpowered and... Yeah, and good momentum. I mean, this is the handful of guys. I knew two two guys or something. They were building like Mulholland racers, five ten, and then I think one of the guys at a certain point went to a Mini Cooper. He's like, "This will get around even faster." And the thing that's crazy is, I have no fucking idea what their parents were thinking. Like, they're like, these guys would go up Friday nights and race. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't be out walking your dog during that happening. All no. right, so here, here's a question for you. They're saying Kevin Hart was the passenger, and now people are saying that's probably bullshit. He was the driver, and and they switched. Okay, and, and realistically, realistically, you and a buddy go over the edge of Mulholland, scared out of your mind, whacking into things on the way, and getting hurt. Do you really go... Hey, I don't know, an old buddy. Hey, Ray, <laughs> uh, we need a switch. Well, <laughs> I think when Coldwater Canyon Road Eastbound Mulholland, so we'll figure it out in a second. Famously, when Steve McQueen was in France uh, for many months shooting Lamar. And uh, I hope you're sitting down. He's just basically banging his co-star. It's like 20, <laughs> 25-year-old hot chick, right? At a certain point, McQueen went out with his co-star uh-huh. and had his like assistant with him in his 9-11. It was like at night, and it was raining. And 
Steve was doing some spirited driving, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he'd been drinking spirits, but he was driving in the rain at night. It was 9-11 in a spirited fashion, went off the road, like rolled the car or something. Yeah. Uh, basically, the chick was knocked out. They didn't even know like if she was dead or what was going <laughs> okay. on. And uh, the assistant broke his arm. Uh, S- Steve McQueen was fine. And like Steve McQueen like dropped the kid off with the broken arm, like at the hospital and went like, hey, don't say anything. And then it was like a <laughs> laugh. <laughs> and then the next day, the guy just like showed up with the cast. And then Steve McQueen like walked up in the like makeup rooms like, yeah, she's got a lump on her head. Like you got to put some makeup on that. And she's like, the makeup guy was like, okay. And that was that. <laughs> that was that. So what about there the car? Some, Where, uh, there's some precedent here for it. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Steve McQueen, great guy. Yeah, yeah. But he'd no. punch you if you disagree with him. <laughs> right. But he was a badass. But he was a good guy. He was good as long as you didn't disagree with him. Right. Because then if you disagree with him, yeah, then, he, he would, then he would punch you. punch you, you or, right. or throw you off a cliff. But heart of gold, man. Yeah. Heart of gold. Oh, when he wasn't punching people or banging chicks he worked with or what a hero. fucking his fucking. What a hero. <laughs> breaking the arm of his assistant <laughs> to tell him to go take care of it. Yeah. And he was like, hey, and don't say nothing. <laughs> Here's a little extra something, something. I didn't even know. It's like, you got, I got a broken arm now. It's like, yeah, tell me you slipped in the tub. <laughs> in the tub. Where's the car? <laughs> the car, he drove a 911 around uh, France. Uh, I don't know, Max Pat, of that story. I don't know if we could figure out, like, the car went down the hill. I don't know who picked him up or they, like, flagged down a motorist or whatever. That there's pictures of him in that 911 that's in the movie or whatever, but yeah, uh, there is some precedent for like running off the road and telling people shut up. Okay, so I don't, here's, I mean, here's the question, and it's something that Max Pat has got to do. Uh, turn from southbound Coldwater Canyon, so let's say south, so they're coming up from the valley to eastbound Mulholland, which is heading left, turning turning left, Okay. Uh, immediately lost control. So that's heading, like if you're heading up Coldwater Canyon and you go left, that's where he, where he lost it. Um, now, when you do the street racing, it wasn't in that part of Mulholland. It was down further. It was like a run yeah. of Mulholland. Okay. Um, this is Cold Canyon, not Coldwater Canyon. Oh, Cold Canyon. I thought that was just typo or yeah, something. Yeah. You cold canyon. Well, now I don't know what the fuck anything. Yeah, well, is. I don't know what cold canyon is. Anyway, um, there's, there's mountain park. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's a, here, and he, cold canyon. Here's the question, Maxipata. I heard that the driver had injuries that were consistent with like hitting a steering wheel and the steering column and stuff like that. Is that right. tr- if, if that's true, then he was driving. And, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying the, they switched thing. I think there was enough damage or possibly pinned or injured or knocked out that there's not a lot of, uh, we, we need to switch places. Because, was the guy because, driving his like personal trainer or something? Or I, I, that I don't remember. I didn't see that. But look, if you're gonna if you're gonna switch the places thing, you do the McQueen, right? You you go hide in the bushes. You call your you call your security team, which he did anyway, and they brought him home, right? And then brought him to the hospital, right? Right. Like 
why switch places? Why not be like, I'm going to go hide in the bushes. I'm tiny. I'm going to go hide in the bushes. I'm going to call my security team. His friend was trapped in the driver's seat. So, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Enough with that mystery. <laughs> They're the all Kevin true. Hart car going to be worth something because it is kind of so famous right now. Okay, but also this is not just any car. This is a Speedcore built car. Speedcore is the same group that's building Goldberg's cars. They did Robert Downey Jr.'s Mustang. They did, and Robert Downey Jr. had them build the car for Chris Evans that was on Jay Leno's garage. These guys build. You yeah, know, they're 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 the you know they're getting all the heat right now like, as far as like because their builds are so great. The full carbon fiber. Challenger and uh, uh, so I mean I don't know that this car itself gets rebuilt because they cut the roof off of it to get them out, but uh, I would imagine that something's going to be salvaged from the car and be used in some sort of. But that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying it's pretty famous now. Oh, so do the remains get, yeah. Um, well, I, look, the engine, I don't know what the lump is worth. 50, 75, 50 grand. Yeah. The, the lump, the engine. Yeah. And let's just say it's in fine shape. Yeah. Is it 50 grand? Uh, it's, it's not, it's not going to be that much. It's 30. 30 grand? Yeah. For, I can't get a fucking four banger built for a 510 for 30 I know, grand. You should have gone with a crate engine all oh, day Jesus. long. You should have. <laughs> So actually, uh, I can't tell you the answer to this question, but I know the answer to this question. I was told not to say anything yet. Oh, okay. What are they (laughs) going to do with the motor? But see, my feeling is, you know, the James Dean car, James Dean died. Yeah. Nobody died. Yeah. But it's still a very famous car. Yes. And if someone wanted to sell it for 75 grand, you'd probably get your money back if you sold it at auction. I mean, with the dirt in it and the leaves and everything else. Sure. Technically, it is still Kevin Hart's car, and he has a plan for it. Okay. Oh, okay. And you know that plan. Yes. Why do you? Oh, you know the plan because you know Goldberg? And the Speedcore guys. Oh, and okay. They're going to do something for charity or something, something. Something, something. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts.